Hello and welcome back to the Time Podcast. Today with myself, obviously, um, the incorporation of the French arrogance Arnaud. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> I'm saying that because he introduced himself like that. Yes. And of course, we have with us Bruce today. Welcome on the show, Bruce. Thank you welcome, so much Bruce. for having me. Bruce, you're obviously like, you know, the, the CNN of the travel industry. <laughs> but can you quickly introduce yourself to our audience? Who are you? What do you do? I'm on the publisher of uh, the business publishing group. Um, my wife and I own the business. Uh, we bought it uh, almost exactly 19 years ago on the 1st of July 2004, uh, when it was just Travel Daily, um, which was a daily fax at the time. Um, anyway, we, and with just the two of us, we've grown the business uh, quite a lot. And so now we have Travel Daily still every day. We have Cruise Weekly, which started off being once a week, but is now daily as well. Um, and uh, Travel Bulletin, which was a magazine, now a website. Um, and we we have a little outlier, not so little anymore, called Pharmacy Daily, uh, which is the, we say it's just like Travel Daily, only the same idea. Not boring at all. So um, you, you are Mr. Know-it-all from the industry pretty much, and I'd love to hear from you. Um, what kind of trends do you kind of see in the industry? What's happening out there? What's what's the future most likely going to look um, like? Look, you know, I, like I'm, I'm sure previous guests have also mentioned, I know um, uh, workforce shortages, everyone is so, so busy. Um, but interestingly, uh, despite all that busyness and people being able, unable to get staff uh, accordingly, uh, it's sort of masking something in the industry, which is that we are definitely not back to pre-COVID levels. Um, we always uh, look at macro trends, and particularly just for the future of our business, um, inbound and outbound figures, and 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 they're the key markers for for anything. Uh, before COVID, um, you know, those figures were always always going up every month, and of course, then have have gone way down, um, and. When you're in a growing market like that, then there's opportunity for everyone. No matter where you are in the industry, there's opportunity. And so we've had this major reset. Um, and, you know, and so, yes, despite that busyness, of course, uh, you know, people are dealing with that, but it, but it's definitely not right across the industry. There, there's lots of people trying to, lots of it's air, lots of it's VFR, as you know. And so, and so the industry is still definitely in a, in a recovery phase. Um, the, but the other interesting trend in that space is cruise, which again, really shut down, but uh, is is certainly on the leisure side, making people very bu very busy. And when I talked about those inbound and outbound stats, um, you know, previously they might go up, you know, one or two percent a month. What we're seeing is that a year ago to now, it's grown a thousand percent. And so, so there's no wonder that we're all all in pain. But it's also a great thing. For, for all of us and you know we just got to stick with it and see what happens uh, actually i really appreciate that you published these stats on travel bulletin um this is some well, one of the i'm not going to say that i i don't read it all i do uh but i really i really read that page quite a lot because um sometimes it's really difficult to get the inside and to get the data and to get it right, right? um whereas like that page that you, you publish i know that it's it's very simple to read and it really helps me you know like going back to offices of some of the airlines that I represent to talk about the trends because when you want to put in place some sort of an action plan or like a strategy or that sort of stuff like the data you know sometimes speaks for itself and it's it's a little bit more accurate that the feedback you get on the ground you know from agents or from 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 people just based on conversation they've had like the data is is, is something really important so I, I really like that 
when when you publish that in, in travel bulletins, it's really oh, helpful. That's good to know. Um, look, we, we and we'd be very open to um, slicing it a little bit more. At the, at the moment, we really just concentrate on sort of you know top ten inbound, top ten outbound. Um, growth uh, or decline in particular markets. But there is an awful lot of other interesting stuff in there if you're a sort of data nerd. Um, include, and, and something that I've been thinking of introducing is uh, the, they do break out um, holiday versus uh, corporate versus VFR. And I think that that's also a big trend because at the moment, again, everyone's saying, oh, we're so busy and, you know, the numbers are, you know, we're still down 40% outbound. So much of it is VFR, and and so and so I think that uh, you know for a leisure operator in the industry, they can sometimes be frustrated, thinking you know, well look, everyone's so busy, how come I can't get traction? How come my figures aren't? Well, it's because they're not holiday makers. They're it's still VFR, and you know, FAs are so high, etc. Um, you know, lots of different factors. Anyway, thanks, Arno. I'm, I'm glad to, that one person appreciates it. I'm glad that you exp <laughs> explained what you were meaning by slicing, because I thought there was going to be another food reference and then we're going to go talk about like you know whatever you slice um so i'm glad that you explained that <laughs> I'm, I'm also sure there's many more people who do appreciate it's not only arno and um i just want to explain to those listening and there's a bit of background noise for arno because he's just at the airport between his many many trips that he's doing yes um, and thank you thank you thank you for taking the time to also you know join us arno much appreciated it's life of a um, jet setter <laughs> I know, right? At least one of us lives the big dream. That's good. That's good. Um, Bruce, I'm interested to see, is there anything you needed to change within your company structure or setup, um, potentially training-wise, staffing-wise, to adjust to the new travel post-COVID? Um, yes, definitely. Uh, look, very early in the pandemic, we adjusted uh, things like it's just internal procedures. Um, we obviously started working from home and that introduced a whole lot of technical issues, which fortunately were not too difficult for us to solve. But um, it, even in the very early stages, I remember we used to, if someone had printed, had finished a page of Travel Daily, say, we would print it out and then actually physically pass it around the office for people to proof and, you know, write on and this and that. And of course, um, this was even before lockdowns, um, you didn't want to have some object that someone had perhaps touched or, you know, we're all worried about germs. So things like that we had to change. Um, we we definitely are still in a recovery phase in terms of um, uh, wanting to uh, get the team trained. We, we have, um, we, we, we had a few personal changes and, and we've been growing the team uh, certainly in the last year or so, um, but but doing it very cautiously. And so because of that, a lot of pressure on on the team internally and um we what's also happened is that i've taken on i, I was sort of trying to extricate myself and and you know like like everyone the, the owners sort of suddenly became very core to the business um and so i do all the it for example which um you know i've had to figure out new solutions uh whenever you know you're copy of travel data goes into spam and well, that's probably my fault and it stresses me out terribly so so there's things like that, that we, we've had to change um we, we we do have some other big plans for this year um that but well i can't talk about them yet uh but but we're, we're certainly looking to uh some some big initiatives and, and big changes within the organization which we hope will um you know help us to ride this this next wave as i said recovery when we're not back to 2019 by any stretch of the imagination but we want to be ready when when the industry 
is ready for it. Mm. And um, the things you can't talk about, can we maybe get a bit more details about that? <laughs> yes, give us the goss. We want to know the goss. <laughs> no, the, 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 there's nothing, nothing concrete here. <laughs> We're happy to talk about general stuff, you know, that's also okay. I mean, we can probably ask the question in a different way. Um, what do you think that in today's sort of um, travel landscape, um, your publication would need to, to, to change or to add in order to be a little bit more current uh, in the market? Because at the end of the day, this is, this is what you need to do. You have an audience and you need to cater for them. And there might be something that you think, okay, what, what's the next thing that people need? Yeah, and and look, we, we constantly think about that, and, and particularly you know our format is a PDF. Um, the 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 email that you receive, um, it it contains a little tiny copy of that day's issue of Travel Daily or Cruise Weekly. It was very very that, well, that was tricky. That was a that was a COVID project, um, and and we do consider um, you know the pros and cons of that publishing format, but actually we get such a huge amount of strong feedback that. What we're doing in that space is is something that we should never change. Um, you know, I mean, you never say never, but but at the moment we absolutely believe our model is very strong. Um, we something that we that we do always grapple with. These are sort of just very macro things, but we we grapple with uh, the subscription model. Um, when we bought the business, as I said, it was a fax, and people paid a subscription. That because there was a cost involved in the distribution. Um, that price hasn't gone up at all in the last 20 years, but, and we still have lots and lots of paid subscribers, but when COVID happened in, on the 13th of March, 2020, we, we did a special bulletin and we said, hey, guess what? Um, we're gonna make Travel Daily free for two months because that's how long this pandemic is gonna last. Can you believe it? Um, and so- it's, If only, it, if so only. We still have a free COVID-19 offer. Um, you know, so many people are displaced, so many people want to stay connected to the industry. Um, we we do so much appreciate the the people who pay for travel daily, but but anyone who wants to receive it, um, you know, to stay in touch, we're more than happy to do that. And so so there's things like that. Um, we we believe that we are delivering a high high quality audience. Um, a lot of uh, media these days, it's all about eyeballs and um, clicks, and 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 we we have a real policy that we don't want to be clickbait. We don't want to. I don't want to deceive people, um, you know, with some tricky headline that's going to make you click on it. And so, so you know, so so we're, that, these are sort of things that are a bit sort of distinctives about our business. We just want to be authoritative, tell the truth, be reliable. Um, in Travel Daily, we we try not to have any opinion. We just, um, you know, even though we can see there's always an agenda in some press release or something like that, we try to run it, um, run the stories without an agenda. Um, and then Travel Bulletin is our place where we can have an opinion and stir things up a bit. Um, yeah, so, you know, there, there's nothing, yeah, nothing groundbreaking there. And, I, you know, I, I, and, and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not hiding, you know, some giant initiative. It's just that uh, we're always looking for opportunities. And, and we see, you know, we, we tried online events. Um, we've got a really great training offer and that, Finair happens to be on, thanks to Arno. Um, uh, you know, we, we see that, so we see that there are these other areas that we can grow in um, while maintaining the, the strength of our editorial, sort of building on that. The editorial is always going to be the strong, the most important thing, and sort of the business news and analysis, really understanding what our audience wants to know and, you know, sort of keep in touch with, with you know, what, what's going on in the industry. Hmm. I have to say, so, uh, sorry. 
just quickly, uh, you know, when you talk about the feedback they receive on the way the newsletter is like when you, the editorial, like at the, I've pinched a lot of your ideas there when I was really extending mine, um, you know, and, and my marketing team today, you know, I tell them, I was like, do the same thing. It, it's really good and it works really well. So yeah, uh, good feedback yeah. from me as well. <laughs> we, we do try, um, th there is a real, a bit of an art to, when you don't have a lot of space, you know, you, 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 you might only have six lines for a little story. You can actually get quite a lot of information in there, but you've really got to craft it and, um, you know, and, and so, you know, we'll, we, we call it, you know, I've got a six liner there. And you look for an industry appointment or uh, a new airline route, um, you know, or something like that. But, and just a snippet of information. People don't necessarily need to know what so-and-so said or, you know, have all of the quotes in there because in the end, um, the, the travel advisor or the supplier or the government agency, they actually just want to know the facts. And so that's what we try to deliver. Mm, awesome. Um, I have a quick question for Arno before I have another one for you, Bruce. Um, yeah. Arno, do you actually have a paid subscription or are you just using all this data for free? I, I, I do have a paid subscription with my current employer. Um, okay, but, that's but, what I wanted to know. But first. can I just <laughs> say that, you know, after I lost my job at Finair, um, Bruce reached out to me and he, you know, he kindly offered, you know, during the time what I was looking for work um, to to give me access to, to travel daily for free, which I really appreciate and thank you again for that. Um, but currently, yes, my employer has a pay subscription um, and, and they promote on, on the travel daily um, and, and the, the special bulletins um, fairly often yes. too. Your, your, your employer is a very strong supporter of ours. Yeah. That is great to hear. <laughs> also, what about you, um, Shiro? I, talk, I was just double-checking because you oh, said okay. your data yeah. as a travel authority. Is he actually paying for that? Yes. Um, but I think support support is, is, is the bullet point I want to touch on next. Uh, and Bruce, I know that um, you, the company, you normally trade daily, uh, travel daily, travel bulletin, um, are all huge supporters of, of time. Yes. Um, yep. Why is that? Why is that um, important? Oh, look, when Penny Spencer came up with the idea for time, uh, we were on board right from the early days. We, we um, look, we're happy to support anyone who's, who's having a go, um, you know, trying to build the industry. Um, time has evolved into a fantastic uh, organisation and, you know, it's quite incredible really to, to think where it's where, it, where it's come from and where it is now and so many alumni so many um such a high profile so many locations um and so i feel guilty because well, look we always support it editorially but I, I very rarely go to the events it's a long long time since i've been to a, a time event um because i go to a lot of events um and I'm old. I don't like going out at night. You, know, you, you still look 25. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> um, but but I, I I have seen it's been fascinating to, for us to watch um, the some of the graduates over the years, you know, and follow mm -hmm. their careers and see them, you know, move into certainly you know quite senior roles in the industry and just to see how that career development can happen in a way that that is not structured. You know, it's not a degree. It's not you know. You've got to put down a bit of money to be part of it. I think it's just such an amazing uh, thing. And so often ideas like this, uh, uh, they don't, they're, they're not self-sustaining. You know, they, they, re they require the, the efforts and energy of one person. Or, and, and I know that, um, you know, there are people who are so dedicated and work so hard, but, but, it, but it is a team. And, and, and the way that people have caught the vision and, you know, you've got chapters running all over the place in New Zealand and Adelaide and 
um, that's that's a testimony to having created a sustainable model with great mm-hmm. governance as well, um, which which again is is something you know. Sometimes these things start and they're um, yeah, you, you, you don't really know how it all works, but you know, there's a proper board. It's structured well, and so so we're very happy to support it, and you know, just been thrilled to see the development of uh, people's careers mm-hmm. through it. And in terms of your and your your staff, I, I, I would imagine that you know over the years there's been quite a lot of people that have gone through that time program. No, no, you know. You know they haven't. We, we, we've offered it to them. That's a very good question, Arno. Um, no, we, we, I've got one who, I, who I'm hoping will do it. Um, what we have done is uh, um, we, we've, we've done scholarships ourselves sort of through our partnership. And so we've been able to promote, um, you know, an opportunity that the time has made available for us to sort of essentially give away a, a a mentorship, menteeship, and that's been really great for our profile. Um, yeah, look, and you know, look, we wish we had energy and time to do more for the organisation, but um, yeah, again, you've got to get it, get it sustainable, and, and we we do mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, it's it's also nice to sort of provide coverage for something that's not particularly about one brand. You know, often a lot of mm-hmm. the photos that we're we're running in the issue are about a particular brand which, which is there's nothing wrong with that but to 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 see time which is really just so collaborative and in the end you know we are on the same boat as we've seen through covid um times provided that that um agnostic networking opportunity that is it's quite rare in in the industry most of the other you know i, I go to all sorts of functions as, as do many people but they're always about a particular brand and hosted because mm. they've got to be paid for etc time is something that is a great opportunity and i would just so much urge people who wanted to build their career to get involved uh um and, and get along to the events because that's where you um you know it, it is this casual the, the incidental conversation you know, you, you get to chat to people, you know, who, who you wouldn't come across, uh, you know, in the normal course of things. And you just never know where that's going to lead. It's the power mm. network and it's something that we've really lost through the pandemic. And thank goodness, uh, you know, it's back and time's really pushing it. Which is True. Great. So you mentioned networking as one of the benefits of Forum and TE, <clears throat> pardon me, Forum and TE when they go through the program. Um, from your point of view and maybe from your personal career experience, having a mentor in a structured way as time provides, what are what are other benefits apart from the networking? You know, I, I've got no idea. I, I, okay. I, I've never had a mentor. I've never been a mentor. Um, and, and so that probably reflects... Um, you know, that's probably something that I've missed out on. Um, you know, I, I I think that, you know, look, we, we've had a great run in the industry and, and, you know, had 16 fantastic years before the pandemic, a couple of bad ones, but, hey, you know, that's not, not a bad bad balance. Um, mm. But I, I do wonder sometimes if I'd had more time to sort of seek advice or, um, you know, see, get, get ideas out of the box. You know, everything that we've done, you know, when, when you work for yourself for your whole life, um, often you're not open to other ideas and you think that you're, you know, the only person who can do anything good and that's obviously <laughs> not true. And um, so, so yes, definitely mentoring and, and definitely um, one of our team at the moment, it's not part of time, but she's definitely involved, it, it, you know, actively sought out a, a mentor-mentee relationship and it's just been great and I can just see it's going to be great for her career. Mm-hmm. I think um, I, I appreciate that you mentioned the, the difficulty finding the time to do time. Um, <clears throat> from my experience there, um, it was always difficult as a mentee as well as a mentor to kind of 
block those two hours every fortnight. But I also have to say, every time I actually did it then, when I was there, I was just always so happy and so inspired. Um, obviously, as, as, as a mentee, it's just good to get all this input. And as a mentor, it was just so great for two hours to block out all your own stuff yeah. and just fully focus on someone else. It's such a rewarding experience, yeah. I thought. Um, so yeah, I think you, um, you should definitely attend the next time event and we talk and we talk more about that. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, awesome. So, um, you, you said you, um, you started supporting time pretty much in the beginning. So 12 or 13 years ago, whenever that was, when, whenever that was, yes. All the way through. Wow. Yep. Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate the support. Oh, that. That's well, amazing. Uh, we, we, we are very, we're in a fortunate position that we've got a, you know, obviously a strong voice in the industry. And so it's, it's, um, it's nice to be able to use that, um, you know, mm -hmm. for, for something good and, you know, something that, that builds up the, the travel community. It's been great. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, the question I had to wait until all the announcers were finishing the app or there you go. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's a, it's my studio today. It's a little bit noisy. Um, Linking back to what we were talking about in the beginning of, of today's sort of conversation about the trends, do you think that there's there's, there's something that as part of the time program, um, you know, could be included, you know, to cater for new trends in the industry? Is there something that you think that might we we, we might need to to work on? Um, I, look, definitely. Um... Yes, look, I, I think the, I think you know, obviously, time is about education, but it's it's almost it's about education, uh, you know, EQ, um, you know, education in interpersonal relationships, and so yes, perhaps there is certainly opportunities, and and you know, certainly be very happy to facilitate, um, you know, things like you kind of need to be able to. To, to advance in your career, you need to know a little bit about accounting, or you know how to read a balance sheet, or or the statistics. You know what do they actually mean? Um, and so, yes, yes, possibly. I, I do have a publication that I that I wrote um, at my wife's urging called "Travel: The Travel Industry for Dummies." Um, so maybe mm -hmm. I should publish that. Um, it's 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 very brief, but it just it's it's all it's all about three letter acronyms <clears throat> because, as you know, there are so many of them in in the industry. We call them TLAs. Um, but yeah, yes, three letter acronyms, and and it's very hard for an outsider to come into the industry. You know, there, there's quite a learning curve, um, and even even for someone who's been in it for a long time, there's always a new acronym, um, you know, ABS, yeah. GDS, CRS, etc. NDC. ND, oh, NDC. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a buzzword that everyone loves yeah. to hate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Um, <clears throat> so we note one thing: uh, the big announcement that you don't talk about is not that you that you're doing a book because you told us that that you should do that. You need to give us a little bit of something. You, we need to know some of your dark secrets, Bruce. Like you know, oh, yeah, this is yeah. what we're trying to there do are, on this podcast. Secrets. I, 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 you know, look, I, I come across as being quite a nice person, but deep down, so you don't have any background. I don't know in the Russian mafia. We had. We had Mylinda uh, the other day. She, you know, she used to. She explained to us how she was faking Russian accent when she was singing opera when she in another life. Right. Um, there's no, nothing. I don't, I don't anything like that. Although my my brother, um, who's who's had a very successful career, a few years younger than me, um, he, he's 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 had the sort of career that he tells you what he does, and then you think that's a very good cover story for someone. <laughs> 
who oh, so your brother is a spy. He's an international man of mystery, allegedly, of okay. course. Yeah. You know, well, that's he, it. He this is the dark secret. Off, but, you know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's, maybe that's it. It's the dark secret of Bruce Piper. His brother is a spy. Here we go. Yeah, that's it's it. official that's now. Claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, well, I, I hope everyone else but your brother is listening to this, to this <laughs> podcast. Otherwise, you might be in trouble, then it's our fault. No, no. Right. But Bruce, yeah. thank you so much for your time and for sharing your insights. And um, again, uh, thank you for supporting not only time, but also the industry through through the partnership and sponsorships. Um, a lot of people have some some very long term effects out of that in a positive way, of course. That's great. Awesome. Oh, thanks. For, so, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Not any time. And hopefully I'll see you soon on the next time event to talk more about mentorship. It. It's next week, I think. Next week. Next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. See ya. See Bye. 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 Bye.